Hey everyone, Mike here with Hillco Homes, and uh, today we got a Back to Basics episode. I hope you like what we got for you. All right, so we are here with the uh, 41st episode, which is my second episode doing this as a co-host. I got Alex here, and Alex and I are going to talk to you about going back to basics when it comes to wholesaling. So the main topic of today's episode is what is wholesaling? For those of you that are new, this is definitely going to be a great, uh, great episode for you and a refresher for everybody else. Um, so Alex and I, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about our perspectives of coming into the world of wholesale real estate. Um, I have a very different background than what Alex has, and you know I'm sure everybody in this industry comes from a different a different space. Um, so first and foremost, let's let's ask and answer the main question: What is wholesaling, Alex? Thank you, Mike. Wholesaling, in its simplest form, is the art of selling your interests in a, uh, purchasing a property to another buyer for a fee. You flip the house that you, you don't even own. It's pretty simple. So um, another way of putting it would be, you know, getting the house at a severe discount and selling it at a higher discount to an end buyer um, slash investor. So basically what wholesaling is doing is taking a contract on a house that you say you're gonna buy and then selling that contract to somebody else, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, to clarify out there for all of you, essentially selling an equitable interest in a property for purchase. So what that really boils down to is you're not actually buying the house. You're buying a contract for a house. And of course, if you're the end buyer, Ultimately, yes, you are going to buy that house because someone has to close on it. That's what the contract says. Um, those obligations do have to be met. Now, for me, coming into real estate, I had no idea something like this even existed. <laughs> yeah. So, so Alex, tell us a little bit about your, your journey into wholesale real estate. How did you find out about wholesaling? Well, I was doing some research and self-educating myself on uh, real estate. I was buying a bunch of real estate books, and I was trying to figure out how to get myself a part of the real estate world without actually having to buy uh, or getting a realtor's license just because I didn't have the, the source of income to provide myself uh, you know, with a, a license. So I was reading and reading and then I stumbled, called, uh, I stumbled across what's called wholesaling. And I was like, wholesaling, uh, you know, what is, <laughs> what is that? And so as I started reading it, you know, I learned that there's that dealing with wholesaling, uh, it allows you to have so little risk for big reward. And what you're doing also is just pretty much connecting a seller with the end buyer. But, right. you know, and that's as simple as it gets. That's really how I stumbled across it. I was all like, wow, is this a thing? <laughs> and I started, you know, going onto YouTube videos. I started looking at as so many what videos was the, as possible. What was the first? Uh, like company or a YouTube personality that you came across talking about wholesale real estate? Well, I honestly don't remember the name um, of that person, but um, I'm 
I was just pretty sure that it was just some, uh, you know, like an individual. I wouldn't say it was more like he had a company. He was kind of yeah. just doing it his own, and he was kind of just trying to teach others, like, hey, guys, look, I do this on the side. You know, look how much reward I get just connecting a buy an end buyer with the seller. And I'm like, hey, I can do that. <laughs> I was all like, I ain't, ain't yeah, got to yeah. get no license, and I make a lot, more, a lot of money. Now, I just want to expand on that for uh, really, really quickly for the listeners. Um, the reason why there is typically no need for a real estate license to do wholesale real estate is because you are not representing a buyer or seller of a property because you're dealing with contracts, not with properties. So there's, there's no need for having a real estate license or have, being under a broker or anything like that. Now, to be fair, I am not a lawyer, so please speak with your lawyer or accountant <laughs> in your area because I know that the state laws differ from state to state. We're in the state of Texas and in the state of Texas this is totally fine. Um, I know there are some gray areas where things overlap, especially with how contracts are written, but overall in general, the reason why you don't need a real estate license is because you aren't representing a seller or buyer uh, for a property. You are, you are selling contracts and there's no license required for that. Oh, and um, I might add to that, Mike, if you don't mind, is that when you're dealing with people uh, that you're selling the, the contract on the house to, uh, you know, you don't, you don't ever, well, in general, you don't ever say commissions. You always say assignment fee. Telling people that you're getting, that, you know, your commission, you want a commission of this and that, you know, in their eyes, you're a realtor. And you know that's against the law. You can't misrepresent yourself in, right, in that right. way. So you say assignment fee. Yeah, definitely. And, and when you're dealing with realtors or with agents or a broker, uh, those are very, very important distinctions to make. I'm glad you brought that up. When it comes to the world of, of wholesale real estate. Um, I actually came into that through Marco Romero. Mm -hmm. uh, funny enough, um, I uh, personally, in my background, I've been an investor for over 10 years. Um, but my investment experience has largely been in paper assets and other businesses. So, you know, I, I got a very strong portfolio that's doing extremely well in stocks and bonds. I got some mutual funds. I got some other derivatives that I, that I manage myself. Um, you know, that's, that, was, that was my first introduction into investing, and I, I do that uh, fairly well on my own. Um, and uh, I wanted to get into real estate because I'd never done it before and I know that that's an important aspect to anybody's investing portfolio. Um, so I actually started uh, putting together a mastermind group. Um, a good friend of mine introduced me to their neighbor who was a firefighter at the time and was getting into real estate and that person introduced me to Marco. And we created this little mastermind group where we would meet up on uh, for dinners like every other weekend or whatever, and um, we would take turn talking talking about each other's businesses. And um, you know, at the at that time, I was also uh, getting started with my consulting business. I do technical consulting. I help businesses establish better systems, um, uh, you know, improve client relations and things like that. And uh, Marco was talking about his goals in uh, in wholesaling, and you know, at, at the time, I only knew about my other friend's side of the of, of his business in real estate, and he was doing the traditional buy and hold. You know, he was going to get his realtor's license. He was going to work with a broker. He was going. He wanted to do that side of the business, 
And, um, and he introduced me to Marco because, you know, the, the, the game of wholesale real estate is, um, it's different, but not substantially different than, uh, you know, being in real estate in general. Um, it's just a different approach. And so it was really fun to get to uh, uh, hear ideas from what Marco was doing because he had a different insight into business than I did. And my background coming from engineering and hard sciences uh, and, and personal finance, which is, you know, that, that's a different conversation altogether. <laughs> but, you know, I, I have a very diverse background, so I have a very uh, unique perspective on problem solving. So that that's what made our, our little group so fun because um, I came from a world outside of real estate and I was able to solve problems in the world of real estate. And that's what got me drawn into the, the, uh, the wholesale side of the business because it was, it was just so very different from what I knew at the time. Um, now, that, that's obviously my interest is in problem solving and you know, getting, getting things to work better. Um, and you know what? What better way to uh, build an investment portfolio than you know expand in, in your options? But um, Alex, tell us a little bit about why you were interested in real estate. I mean, yes, you came across it; it was interesting. Um, but what about it was interesting to you? Why did you jump into it? Um, well, I've always been uh, you know big on capitalism. I believe in you know being your boss. You know, uh, I believe in making your own money. And so I, I've come from a background of sales from, you know, I was that guy knocking at your door at 9 o'clock at night trying to sell you a $2,000 Kirby vacuum, which, by the <laughs> way, I'm not going to say, I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, you know, that's a really great, you know, product. <laughs> um, you know, I was also that guy, you're selling subscription newspapers, you know, um, and I, I've, I've just been... I've always been big at entrepreneurship as well, you know, and so before I got into wholesaling, I was a general contractor and I was also working for a company. I was doing roofing as well and, you know, I just, I, I wanted better, you know, I, I was working, I was working my ass off so much just to get such a small paycheck and I was like, man, you know, this is, there's not, there has to be you know, there has to be something better than this for me out there. Right. Something where I'm allowed to make so much money, you know, there's no cap on to what I can make that, uh, you know, sharpens my, my negotiation skills, uh, you know, my communication skills as well, you know, and just get me outside my comfort zone and keep me on my feet, mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, you know, on the side note, you know, real estate has always been in the back of my mind. And I've done every single thing, including a life, uh, licensed life insurance agent for a financial orga, uh, organization, you know. And, uh, you know, so once I got started into learning about real estate, um, I stumbled across wholesaling and wholesaling allowed me to do everything I wanted to do. Be my own boss, uh, cool. be really good at negotiations, um, being better at my communications, getting better at my communication skills. <laughs> uh, you know, just allow me to get myself out there and uh, meet people and network. So how long have you been doing wholesale and real estate? Man, I have not been doing real estate no more than probably like five, six months. Okay. And, you know, that to a lot of people, that might not be enough time to get experience, this and that. But when you've closing, 
close to six deals in that time frame, that's a big deal because a lot of people that I've met haven't even closed one deal in their first six months. Yeah, and I'm glad you bring that up. So like for our our audience, whoever's listening to this podcast, um, I I again want to reiterate, and I, I introduced Alex in our last episode. I think it's incredibly important to distinguish that being in an industry doesn't necessarily mean uh, you're good at it. And when it comes to Alex here in wholesale real estate, he's probably uh, one of the very few individuals that he's basically a sponge and just soaks up everybody else's knowledge and expertise and then uses it immediately. Like you just said, he's been in real estate and doing wholesaling for about five, six months. Um, he's been with Hilco for about 90 days, a little more than three months, actually. Three and a half. Three and a half months. There you go. And, and he's already uh, closing in on six deals. So from not from not having any experience to closing uh, six deals uh, within less than half of a year is a, a pretty powerful statement to make. Not a lot of people can say they've done that. Um, so I, I just wanted to point that out that you know this is. Uh, the, the guy who's talking here knows what he's talking about, you know, and even though, yes, every, everything is a learning process, yeah. no one Still is learning. ever really an expert. Um, you know, like uh, one of my favorite sayings is the guy who knows the most in the room is the expert. Like he doesn't have to know a whole lot. He just has to know more than you. Uh, you know, that that's definitely true with any any industry, especially in wholesale real estate. Now, I have been involved with real estate for about uh, three years going, actually, I say more closer to four and a half, uh, you know, all all time combined, uh, but you know, three years consecutively. Um, but um, you know, it's a it's been an interesting journey because I've I like I said I come from a different perspective, from a, a different background. I'm a very much a numbers guy. Um, yes, I, I I do the people side of things. I do the sales. I you know I, I've gotten some contracts. Um, but I, I'm very much more of the analytical side of things. I like the numbers and learning this industry and seeing the numbers about, you know, the different markets and how they operate and, um, you know, just understanding demographics from sales and, uh, you know, acquisitions. It's just really been fun for me. Have you had any other experience with real estate? I know you mentioned you were a contractor. Um, like you were looking at getting your license. Is that pretty much the extent of what of what your involvement with real estate was? Oh, well, just be, besides just doing some some work for investors, you know, when I was a general contractor, but you know, I saw how much money they were making and, and how how easy it was compared to how much I was trying to keep up with them and how much I, work I was doing, you know, it was just, it didn't make sense to me. <laughs> I was like, you know, I should be that guy hiring me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, you know, um, honestly, no, for half a year ago, I didn't, I didn't know Jack about real estate, uh, but you know, I was honestly always intimidated. You know, not people who look at real estate and have never been part of it. You know, it, it, it's intimidating. You know, there's there's uh, you know big money that's involved. You know, you can you can go broke <laughs> like yeah, quick yeah. if you don't know what you're doing. You know, that's why you know I stress people the importance of self educating yourself and doing your due diligence on things that you're going to get involved in. A lot of people, I see a lot of people uh, come into this business in a short period that I've seen and think they they know it all, but yet, you know, I've seen them, I've already seen people lose it, go downhill. People already talk about how much money they're losing, but you, you know, 
you know, being uh, being third person view, you, you you see you see the stuff that they're doing wrong, you know, and you you gotta learn from it. You know, I I've always asked questions all the time. If anybody knows me in the team, uh, you know, uh, or if anybody ever had a conversation with me, I'll ask you a lot of questions, man. I I must know <laughs> because you know that's the way I learn. That's the way I grow. And you never know what you learn from somebody, you know. Unless, unless you, unless you ask, you know, a lot of people get scared of asking questions, but to me, I always say this, the dumb question is a question not being asked. So ask it. Absolutely. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, you don't, you know, if, if, if you're serious about wanting to grow, if you're serious about wanting to um, learn and, you know, that financial freedom, I mean, you got to ask, man, just ask questions and you figure it out. That's how I was able to get so many deals in such such a short period of time because you know mr romero is my mentor this guy here this mr. guy here man. <laughs> mr. Truth, truth and wisdom all right here man and, and that's <laughs> and that's from hard work and experience now when it comes to uh, i'm going to that's i'm going to use this as a as a segue um, i think this is a great opportunity to bring up the question that anybody who's listening anybody who's interested in wholesale real estate wants to know how do you find your deals? <laughs> that, that's the ticket. How do you find your deals? Everyone wants to know that. So, Alex, let's start with you. What do you do to find your deals? Um, I personally um, look up an eviction list. That's honestly my favorite way of getting um, leads. Mm-hmm. You know, I've gotten some some big contracts to offer those leads. Now, is, uh, oh, go I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here real quick. I don't mean to, to interrupt you, but for the audience listening, um, is there a particular script that you use that works really well for evictions list? Is there anything that you could give tips or pointers to? Because evictions list, that, that's public information. Anybody can pull that up. So for our audience who's listening, it doesn't matter where you're at, what county you're in, what state you're in, um, you can pull up evictions lists. But are there pointers that you would give that you feel work better for evictions lists, um, people that you call, uh, versus any other kind of list? Is there any any tips, ideas, tricks that you would you would give? Honestly, I don't I don't do nothing special. I, I honestly just about use the same script for every property. Okay, so this is what I say. Okay, it's ringing, it's ringing. Hi, Mr. Seller. My name is Alex Shada. You know, uh, I'm an investor. I was driving by 123 Smith Street. Um, I actually buy in that area and I was looking to see if you were willing to sell your property and that's pretty much it. And then I let them talk. You always allow the seller to talk. If you're just out there, you know, sounding like, uh, you know, like you have to have dominance in the conversation, you're not gonna get anywhere. Is that, Yeah. do you yeah. know what I'm saying? I asked them that, question every single time and you know it just opens up you know saying and you can either get a yes or no if they do say no i follow a question with uh, a a statement with okay no problem Um, now do you have any other properties that you know of or anybody that you know of have properties that are willing to sell sometimes you might get a response where they say no you know if you're an investor you don't want to you don't want to give us what we want this and that i was like you know, okay, well, what is that offer? What is that What is that purchase price that you're asking? So I'm gonna pause you right there because there's two things 
Um, the, the first thing is for our listeners, what Alex is talking to you about right now is, is gold. I mean, it, this is stuff that obviously he is using and it works amazingly well. But it's also the stuff that Hilco Homes teaches all of our acquisition partners. As a matter of fact, we have video education courses that you can buy for $97 each. Uh, we have one specifically on negotiation skills, and then we have another one on lead generation. So if that's something that you want to explore a little more, um, I would highly encourage you um, to, to check those out. Um, I'm going to try to include a link to those in our, our podcast description. Um, if you can't find it or you can't uh, get to it that way, uh, go to our Facebook page at Hillco Homes on Facebook and send us a message and tell us that you heard about the courses through the podcast and we'll try to hook you up as soon as we can. Um, now the other thing is when talking to potential sellers with uh, about their properties, uh, one thing that's going to come up almost universally is uh, after you ask the question of how do you find your deals, uh, the question comes up of why would anyone want to sell their house for cheap, uh, as in not full retail value? Like why oh, would anybody man. want to do that? Can you can you tell us a little bit about that, Alex? Man, there's so many reasons why somebody would want to sell their house cheap, and I didn't even know about these reasons until I got into wholesaling. Um, okay, well, let's start off with the top five, okay? So the first one would be the property is an inheritance. Sometimes some of these people who leave uh, the property to family members or whoever. Right, so probate lease. Uh, okay, probate lease, right? And so some of these houses are left to people, to relatives that live outside of the state from where the ho the property is at. Okay. So they, they don't have time, uh, maybe they don't have the time, the income, nor the just the resources in general to to keep up with it. So to them, they don't care, okay? okay. It's, it's not even important to them. So most of the time, they just want to sell it and get rid of it because those taxes add up, okay? People <laughs> yeah. understand it, those taxes add up, you know? And so they don't they don't have the resource to keep up with it. Um, I would say the second reason is during foreclosure. Um, they okay. owe too much on what they owe the bank. And so, the, so they got a letter in the mail saying, hey, if you don't give us this money in 60 days, you know, your your house is going to be on auction or, you know, we're going to file for foreclosure mm -hmm. on your property. You know, if you don't pay what's owed to catch up on what you owe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, also, the property, it just, uh, which kind of coincides with the foreclosure, they just owe too much taxes. Okay, so uh, tax delinquent. Tax delinquent, yeah. They just, okay. they're probably like 5000 6000 you know, to me, anything over three, four thousand in taxes owed, uh, in in non-payment or deferred taxes, I, I that I see off of BCAD or the you know the county website, I call them immediately. Okay, you you never know because there's okay. only so much somebody could uh, build up till they can't go back. <laughs> you know, there's at some point the seller is not going to be able to catch up with with what's owed okay there's a there's okay. always that special number where they're like okay two thousand i could catch up on it three thousand i can catch up on it five thousand oh i can't catch up on that okay <laughs> and uh so that's that's another reason is the tax delinquents um, another one is the house is too distressed to make it uh living in living conditions or they just don't want to deal with it anymore 
and you know the city's giving them notices that hey you know you need to fix up your house or the property is just going downhill mm -hmm. that you know it's gonna it's about to be condemned um, you know so I mean there's just so many reasons. And who buys these properties? I mean, obviously, like we like we talked about at the beginning of this episode, like wholesale real estate is about the contracts. You're getting the contracts for these properties. Someone's buying these contracts and closing on the properties. So they are actually purchasing the property after they get the contract. But what kind of people are getting these contracts? I mean, what when you when you say that you connect the sellers and the buyers, like who are the buyers? I go about it a certain way. So if I see that the property would be a good rental property where it has minimum rehab um, and is bringing good cash flow or passive income, you know, the rent is like twelve, fifteen hundred dollars a month, and it only needs like twenty in rehab, and I got a good discount on it. I'm gonna reach out to investors that are looking for that passive cash flow um, income. You know, rental property investors. Right. Uh, I also look for people who looking for a quick flip if uh if i could give them a good discount on it and they only have to put in like 30 to 50k in rehab well you know a lot of investors that's a three month you know turnaround for them uh return on their money so yeah i look at people who quick investors who are looking for quick flips right they buy it boom 30 days and 30 days are already doing rehab after the rehab you know the third month they already have it for listed at the end of that third month they already sold it they got you know, a 25% uh, return on their money. Mm -hmm. Now, keep in mind, when you advertise, uh, you know, or advertise that contract to investors, you got to understand that some of these investors go by certain numbers, okay? Um, you'll have your investors that are okay with being at an all-in at 75%. And what I mean by that is, you know, with closing calls, rehab, um, you know, the purchase price of the property, they want to sink their money in and have their money involved in a property at a 70%. And that's all the money that they want to spend to get a 30% return and on their money. I think that's uh, that's a topic that is extremely important is um, evaluating a deal. Yes. Um, I think that's probably going to be the topic of our next episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I think, okay. I think it would actually be really fun if we could take our listeners through a, a walkthrough, if that's even possible. Mm. Uh, who knows? Maybe we can add, uh, do a, a video to go with it and uh, put that up on YouTube. I, mean, I don't know. Audience, you tell us, uh, wh wherever you listen to this podcast, uh, you know, uh, take the comments to our Facebook page, uh, go on Facebook uh, start a thread and you know let us know send us a message a direct message and uh, give us give us some ideas on what you want to hear from us um, I think uh, that probably the uh, another good uh, episode would be on evaluating deals because mm -hmm. you know everybody does it slightly differently yeah. there is like a general window or rule of thumb of things to do and not to do um, obviously some things work uh, better than others um, and some things work better in different markets or in different situations um, like I like I mentioned already Alex is getting you know an incredible success uh, here at Hillco in the San Antonio market um, so you know what we do here uh, is definitely applicable I would say in most areas in the state of Texas um, I, I would imagine it's also applicable in a lot of other marketplaces um, but you know that's that's something we'd like to hear from you guys about as far as 
going uh, to go back to the the buyers and the sellers and and and, and those things. Um, one thing I think that a lot of individuals uh, who who talk about wholesale real estate uh, tend to leave out are other wholesalers, because uh, you know so far the scenarios that we've brought up in terms of the buyers and the sellers have been individuals um, who are either in a situation that they're trying to get rid of their home or they're in a situation where they're an investor trying to acquire a home. Mm -hmm. um, uh, another untalked about uh, buyer or seller for properties are other wholesalers. You know, in some cases, you'll have a wholesaler uh, talk to a seller, get a property under contract, and then they have to get rid of that contract. If they can't find a seller, a lot of times they'll go to another wholesaler and create a situation where they're co-wholesaling the same contract. Joint so, venture. So uh, let's say I have a contract, I can't find a buyer for it. I come to Alex and I say, hey Alex, I know you have a great network of buyers. Why don't you try to sell it to them and then we'll split the, um, the assignment fee. And then he goes and he sells it. Um, and that, that could be uh, a couple of uh, you know, scenarios where a wholesaler can be either the seller or the buyer, and sometimes both, um, which is a, a pretty unique situation to, to come across. Um, but that's something I just wanted to, to, to point out. Now, on that note, if any of you who are listening to this podcast have a property that you want to sell, and you want to sell it quick, and you want to close on it in a short period of time, get as much capital as you can for it, how do you do that with Hillco Homes? How can they contact us to uh, 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 work on selling their property, and what can they expect working with Hillco to sell their property? Uh, well, first off, getting in touch with us, you can reach out to us at contact at hillcohomes.com, or just reach out to me. I'll take care of you. <laughs> uh, you can contact me at alex at hilcohomes.com. Now, Hilco is spelled H-I-L-C-O if you don't know yet, okay? A lot of people still mess that up. People tell me they send me emails, and, and then I look at the emails that they, they sent it to, and it was spelled wrong, so I don't know. <laughs> um, and if you can't get a hold of him there, you can go to our Facebook page, on our Facebook page, you can send us a direct message mm -hmm. and, and say that you have a property you would like to sell um, uh, or even let us know if you want to buy a property. Um, you know, we'll um, put you in touch with the appropriate individual who uh, uh, can, can help you out with that. Um, now, I mostly work in the background of things here at Hillco, so I manage things like the CRM. I do a lot of the data analytics. Um, I run this podcast. Uh, I do a lot of the you know social media marketing stuff. Um, I help Marco with a lot of those uh, you know um, background things. So I'm not necessarily on the forefront of doing the wholesale operations, but I definitely know who can help you if you have questions or if you have a deal or if you're looking to buy a deal. Um, you know, definitely uh, reach out to us. We're, we're here to help. And, and again, if there's anything that you would like to hear us talk about or, or see, um, let us know. We want, we're interested in, uh, in helping you grow and be the best you can be because uh, that's what we're trying to do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else you want to you wanna add to this before we, we finish up? Um, so dealing with Hilco Homes, uh, if you're a buyer looking to purchase from us, we're going to take care of you. Okay, we're going to, 
you know, we're going to want to know what your numbers or how your system is on um, identifying a property that you want to purchase. So to, to come at us and say, hey, I need a deal um, where I'm looking in this area and I want to be at all in 70, 75% where I'm getting put all my money into it and I get my return back on it. And, you know, we're going to take care of you. If we have any deals or we know of anybody that has deals that fit your criteria, we're going to, we're going to connect you. Um, you know, we take care of our buyers. You know, we just ask that our buyers uh, respectfully, you know, give us some good communication when dealing with a, a deal with us. You know, it's communication is key. You know, if I have to chase you down uh, throughout a whole deal, most likely I I'm not going to want to work with you next time because of how difficult you were. We're not in this business to babysit. We're in this business to make sure you get what you need. Um, out of this deal and create a win-win situation with our seller and our buyer and you know so cooperation and communication is key with us we appreciate that we value and respect your time as well now well said, um, well said. Uh, and now if you are a seller you know be realistic okay there's a formula that we use okay and there's and we do this you know as a career and we do this every single day Okay, don't tell us that you want a million dollars for a property that's worth $200,000, okay? Now, I'm going to give you three things that we base it on, okay? We base it off of the, what has sold in the area, not for what is selling. From, from what you're asking and what you're getting is two different things, okay? Uh, we also base it off of uh, rehab, okay? We're not going to give you a property. We're not going to give you... Uh, money if the rehab is so extensive passes retail value okay if you're asking for us to give you $150,000 and the rehab in the property is $80,000 and your property is $200,000 come on we're not we're not going to do that okay be realistic here create a win-win if you're real serious about it and we can tell when people are serious about it by how well they communicate and how well they're willing to create a win-win situation uh, for everybody Okay, we're, we're not here to underpay you, okay? We're here to make sure you're taken care of and our buyers are taken care of. And that's all I pretty much have to say about that. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty much it for today's episode. Um, again, if you like what you hear, let us know. If there's stuff you want to hear, let us know. Uh, we, we absolutely love uh, what we do. And we want to share that with you. We want to make sure that uh, we're providing some value to you, our listeners. You know, whether you are uh, new to wholesale real estate, whether you're experienced, whether you're looking for you know, someone to do business with, or you just want to hear what we're up to, that's perfectly fine. Um, just keep tuning in. Uh, we're going to try to do this every single week. You know, as a small business, uh, we're trying to be as consistent as possible to deliver the best possible value to you. So thanks for listening.